0: Hello out there, welcome to the final season of Thrones of Game. Now I know what you're thinking, you're like, oh, this is another plug for the Patreon. No, it's not. You are wrong. This is a message from Hodor.
1: Hey there, it's Christian here, and I am here to give a message to BT and Elliot. Hey guys, I hope you're doing really well. Um, I hope you're having a good day. Um, I see you guys make a Game of Thrones podcast called Thrones of Game, um, and you guys are about to start on your final season where you review the first season. So, actually, I, I, see, I see what you did. Game of Thrones. Thrones of Game. So, you're doing it back to front. Mind-blowing. That's great. That's really cool. I haven't seen that um, take on it before. So, um, good luck, um, both BT and Elliot. And, um, yeah, I hope the podcast goes really well. Um, yeah. Uh, maybe I'll give it a listen sometime. Take care, guys. Um, good luck with the podcast. All the best. And, obviously... Hold on.
0: Hello out there, you decapitated Sean Bean cameos. Welcome to Thrones of Game, the Game of Thrones podcast where we watch the series backwards. If you've never heard the show before, friend, we're in the last season. Catch up. Woo! Uh, My name is BT Calloway, I've already seen the entire show, joining me as always is really the point of this show, Elliot J. O'Neill, who had never watched a single episode of Game of Thrones until we started watching In Reverse Order. Elliot, how are you doing over there?
1: I'm pretty chuffed now, I've never been the point of many things. I know, it's it's, (laughs) it's
0: only in that episode I realised when you left the room and I'm like, fuck, what do I do, because (laughs) you are the crux of this show. (laughs) We just watched season one, episode ten, entitled Fire and Blood. Elliot J. O'Neill, what just happened? Oh
1: man, it's another one of these Ripple episodes. I'm actually kind of surprised. This felt like this should have been the season two
0: opener. Kind of, but at the same time, I feel like we watched a different show. So many things are different, like subtly and small. And if you hadn't, if you'd, I was about to say, if you're watching week to week, but obviously there was a, you know, a long gap Mm -hmm. between seasons. We watch week to week. Yeah, But uh, man, things are, things are different. Let's talk about some of those things by listing first off your MVP of this episode.
1: Oh, okay. Oh,
0: sorry. Uh, just for everyone playing at home, uh, this is the one where Dan Brady uh, gets her dragons by walking into the fire, uh, and there's a lot of ripple effect of uh, Eddard Stark losing his head.
1: Yeah. Um. I don't know that I have an MVP. Do you got one chambered?
0: I am chambered. Uh, it was uh, Verus and Littlefinger just having a quick back and forth.
1: Yeah, I did enjoy that. Yeah,
0: again, this is one where I don't have a lot of MVP, but I do feel like a lot of this was very good. Mm. Like, uh, everyone's... Again, pieces are being affected by this huge event, but it's so fresh and it's so, like yeah. a bold thing that would have just happened. First of all, Varus has legs, mm. so that whole squid person theory is completely gone because he <laughs> clearly and like I think it's the only time you see his feet the entire show. Sure, uh, for whatever reason they've uh, they've always got him in much longer tunics from this point on. Mm. But he has the man has legs.
1: I am actually trying to remember now. Have I actually ever seen his hands? Surely I have.
0: Yeah, Yeah, he must have picked up fruit to gesture Mm. or something. But yeah, he very rarely shows his appendages at all. Uh, he and Littlefinger have a good back and forth where he's look, he's like, are you picturing all yourself up on that throne? You know, mm. And all the people who sl- slighted you bowing to you is like, oh, it's a bit hard to bow when they don't have heads. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. And then he's like, what about you when you picture yourself up there? And he's like, I actually must be the only man in Westeros who doesn't want to be king. It's like, are oh, you be the only man in Westeros who isn't really a man? He's like, oh, you can do better.
1: <laughs> it's just like, try it. Come on, mate. I've heard them all. Exactly.
0: He's got that exact attitude of, People have been ripping on me my entire life for not having a dick. Can you really think that? Come on.
1: <laughs> and yeah, I uh, thing it was just so their characters as well. Little Baelish is trying to prod for the information and Varys is just eloquently dancing around it. And I was like,
0: I've been wondering, do they take the pillar and the stones at the same time? It's like, so you've been wondering about what's between my legs? Yeah. Oh, th- no, but I imagine it's l- like a lady's gash. <laughs> and he's like, well, and then later on, he has a great line of fear, my gash.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which
0: was amazing. Totally. Uh, so that is not Cocktail. But also not vag talk That's mm. non-talk It's a very
1: unique segment
0: If it's, if I can make a zipper go What? <laughs> then that'll be the sound effect I can't mm. uh, But that was probably my Again, in a, in a good episode With a lot of good bits I think that was maybe my favourite Just because Varys is just one of my favorites in this. Yeah. Re- in this reverse watch, he's just uh, sh- head and shoulders above everyone else.
1: Yeah, uh, him and Sir Davos uh, as well, oh, yeah. right?
0: Oh yeah, Sir Davos can read me a story anytime,
1: <laughs> as could Charles Dance. Oh, yeah. I wish they were my dads. I know.
0: <laughs> just collectively, yeah. <laughs> Again, like if you got if if Charles Dance told you to like clean your room as a kid, you'd clean it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no question about that. <laughs>
1: um, all right, MVP. Okay, controversial take. Yep. Dan Brady, but mm-hmm. Jorah Mamon fucking keeps ruining everything that he's in.
0: Yeah, I gotta say, there's something weird. when they, When you put those two together, they're like Shakespearean passions. Mm. Like, mm. everything's a little too verbose, and it really robs the scene of any kind of realness. Like, And I don't
1: know why she tolerated him in this long, because he fucking undermines her at every turn. I am yours, and I am allegiance to you, but you know what? You're doing some really dumb shit, and I don't think you're very smart. But I I am serving you. I am
0: serving you by telling you you're a stupid little girl.
1: Yeah, and I'm playing it up because, yeah, it's just so tedious the way he actually does it. It's very much in the vein of, Khaleesi, please. I mean, to be
0: entire fair, he does know she's about to, like, stand on a funeral pyre, <laughs> and
1: yeah. he
0: doesn't know she's fireproof. Oh, okay,
1: At fair this enough. point,
0: she doesn't know she's fireproof. She only thinks she might be fireproof, but she doesn't oh. actually know. As far as I remember, I remember this scene working a bit differently. I thought she was basically going for the suicide, mm. uh, and then found out that, wait, I can't burn, and I have dragons now. Something to live for. Yeah. Uh, but in actuality, it's much more... She She's like, I know I'm not gonna burn and when I emerge from the fire, everyone is gonna want to follow me. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, different to the way I remember it happening. But hey, this is this is it was what, forty eight years ago this happened. So
1: (laughs) But no, Amelia Clark just absolutely destroyed in all these scenes and you know, in moments where she has to, yeah, mercy kill her husband because he's um what do they call it? Just catatonic. Yeah, that's the one. And I found these scenes really powerful and impactful, and like, even though it was a bit sort of airy fairy with the sorceress and stuff in the dialogue, like, yeah. I thought both of their performances were really, really wonderful.
0: Yeah, the sorcerer, and you'll you'll get a bit more of her, obviously, but she's like very just blunt and factual throughout mm-hmm. the whole thing, and it's it works, <laughs> it's really good,
1: but also blunt in a in an insulting way. It's just oh yeah, when will he be uh, all right again? Uh, where well, when uh, t- the, the sun rises
0: in the west and when uh, the oceans dry up and when the mountains blow like leaves you know is that enough And when you're firep- you are
1: and when you're fireproof you yeah, know. <laughs> when
0: pigs fly and you're fireproof and
1: dragons exist yeah, again psh-
0: when, as if yeah <laughs> oh dear I do like she has a bit of like she has tied to the funeral pyre and she's like I won't scream it's like oh you're yeah, gonna
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like this as well because rarely in like big uh, rousing speeches where you she- grabbing the audience's attention in these sort of shows, there's a heckler. Like, and I just like, I'm not going to scream. Yeah, you will. Shut yeah. up.
0: She's all like, I promise you, you will follow me and your enemies will die screaming. That's what she pitches in. Yeah. She should have just kept doing it. Yeah. Like she's got. Dan Brady starts rattling off her entire name, which is different, yet still ridiculously long at this point.
1: She's a dragon's daughter in this one?
0: Uh, well, again, her house banner is the dragon, yada, yada, yada. All uh, right, all right. right. Um, but yeah, she's got this whole bit. She should have just been in the background just making fart sounds. And mm. it's like, what? would you stop? It's like, what are you going to do? You're only going to burn me
1: alive. Is
0: it going to get <laughs> worse somehow? I don't think so. No.
1: Just imagining Daenerys turning. Do I go down to where you're working, slap the dude's dicks out of your mouth? Fucking hell! <laughs> uh,
0: I'm trying to think of a comeback to that comeback, but I got nothing. Mm. Burn, uh, burn, <laughs> fire and blood. Yeah. Uh,
1: so it's a weird MVP in the sense that, like, yeah, Jorah kept pooping all over these scenes, but yeah. I thought she was doing quite well. And yeah, they're pretty heavy. Yeah, yeah.
0: And uh, yeah, even just Khal Drogo just being catatonic, he mm. does catatonic well. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. And the
0: only little bits of movement he gets is like when he gets death shakes, and even then, it doesn't look like resisting or suddenly being able to move. It feels like the body reacting, reacting to being dead.
1: Yeah, I was wondering if um, Momoa was actually doing those scenes then, or if they got just a, a, a fake body, a real doll. I mean, he
0: wasn't Momoa yet; he was just some guy. Yeah, so, uh, I think I don't I don't know how famous he was at this point, but they were like, you can do your own sudden stunts now. Lie under this pillow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah. Well yeah,
1: done. it's sort of the things that surprise me about this show is like. How long it um takes for me to get introduced to him because he mm-hmm. was like you know Aquaman now such a big yeah, yeah. thing and um it's like oh he was only a season one character yep um how long it fucking takes for Brand to get crippled he is still crippled like
0: <laughs> he's walk yeah still crippled as well as say walking around the opposite of that man.
1: <laughs> being carried around yep and how little Joffrey is in the show and even in this episode I think he was in the appropriate amount. Yeah. Like just enough for you to not get annoyed at his snotty uh callousness.
0: Yeah, well we'll talk more about Joffrey in a moment, but for now we have to talk about the nudity. That was a bit. That was a bit this is this is classic Game of Thrones nudity where they just kind of throw it in here and there.
1: Yeah, and bridging on from the Daenerys scene, we've got another scene of power boobs as well. Yeah,
0: a lot of power nudity as she uh rises from the ashes totally nude and with the dragons crawling on her. That said, I'm also like it's a big bonfire. But they can't burn for that long. How long was she just crouched in the ashes waiting for dawn? Mm-hmm. Or was she taking a nap? It's a bit weird.
1: <laughs> just pulled some ashes over her as a blankie to it's keep like, warm yeah, through the night. Everyone
0: else is asleep. And, yeah. Uh, she's just like still there. Like, okay. How how long were you waiting for Joramon to approach you so you could have this nice zoom out moment? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: just, uh, I can't wait. I can't wait. He's, he's, he's waking
0: yeah, up now. Is he, oh, it's not Joramon. Shit. Dragons into
1: Dad. positions. You. Uh, hide my crotch.
0: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be hard to stand while hiding crotch from camera, but she mm. managed. That's that's acting. Felt uh, bad
1: for the yellow dragon though, because like, okay, red dragon, you're going to be on my shoulder. You'll be the first out. Then you'll see the. You'll green have got like one a hun- wingspan
0: thing. That'll be cool.
1: Yep, green one, you hide my crotch. Mm-hmm. You, you're green. You're like a leaf. You yeah. know, we're going through that
0: classic classic. Uh, like, yeah, the olive leaf. thing. Yep. yep.
1: Uh, yellow, uh, hug my ankle.
0: <laughs> I guess. <yeah>, like, <laughs> just just we'll, we'll work on it. Just do it. Do whatever. Be a floater. You know, go mm-hmm. wherever you want. Uh, yeah. Sorry, down. You know, for the episode title, fire and boobs. But yeah, um, <laughs> it's not great. Uh yes. So we have that whole thing happen. What else is new do we got? We have uh, a bit of uh Roz who is visiting Maester Pisel who's yammering on about the thing about kings, you know, blah <laughs> blah 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 blah. He goes on for a little bit. Yep. And he drops the term fire and blood. Uh and then after she leaves, he starts doing some stretches and uh appears that a lot of his uh, you know, old crotchety, forgetful old madness is fake.
1: Oh right.
0: Because he's like, you know, limbering up and doing some calisthenics and uh, then he, you know, puts on his maester robes and he's all fine. And then he like goes to open the door and just hunches over a little bit and, you know, makes himself look older and more uh, stupid oh. than he actually is. I'm like, wait a second. Was the this maester a thing? blatherer. Oh,
1: interesting.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, it, it never comes up again as we now know that he's, you know, uh, clearly more withered than he b- appears to be.
1: Well, especially because he totally blabbed to Cersei about the... yeah. That thing.
0: Yeah. So but uh he's apparently faking a little bit for at least this season, so uh the what? Yeah. dropped plot line, I guess, but whatever.
1: But yeah, doing his routine, which is yeah, somehow a combination of Rally Burke and QC and Abraham Simpson. It's just, <laughs> tied an onion to my belt.
0: Well it was <laughs> the style at the time. Very drunk.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was an interesting scene, if not a little long, but I yeah, guess that does, was Yeah, it did make
0: me wonder what the point was, because the point is he's not making a point, he's rambling. Yeah. So for them to have this kind of sting of he's actually pretending to be an old doddering fool, and then to have it not matter... Kind of weird.
1: Yeah, I guess it was just sort of the where everybody sort of stands on Joffrey now, yeah. and he's like, it'll be "Fine,
0: King, it'll be a wonderful letter." Uh, but then the secret, yeah, I just the fact that this, I guess it's he's a minor character. You don't need to have a plot line. It never yeah. came up again in for any important reason. So they just had this bit where maybe they'll use it later, and they just never did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, other nudity, you see some uh, boy toy butt from Seesaw, seesaw's cousin, whatever that guy is. Oh, that's Lancel? right. <laughs> Lancel, I think.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh man, what a what a skinny white bomb.
0: Yep. That's uh that's what that is.
1: And yeah, you see a little bit of that between his legs, the you know, cock little, dangling little, back and forth.
0: Little swinging. It's the one thing
1: I remember from um, Butter's little rant about Game of Thrones in South Park is, yeah, it's always flaccid penises.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I remember hearing that. I'm like, I wonder if if an erect penis moves you to, like, an X rating or something?
1: I reckon it must.
0: Yeah, is my only guess. Because, yeah, in all the movies I've seen, dongs. They've, they've, they've not been, you know, uh, they've always been flustered So yeah. I, I'm guessing that makes sense.
1: No, I do remember something in the Zach and Mary make a porno special scenes where Kevin Smith was complaining about that is just trying to find the line with um mm. because, yeah, he could show the the females full on front facing nudity. But yeah, yeah what, the guys that got it a little more trickier.
0: Yeah. Nudity is weird like that. Yeah. 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 yeah who knows? Yeah. Mm. Uh, as in because we've definitely seen far I would I feel like we've seen far more dong than vag in this show but we've seen far more boob yeah than yeah dude so I don't know even man. if
1: you count you know a pair as one look someone. I feel like you.
0: someone's calculated this we'll look it up we won't look it up
1: <laughs> Grant Percy, our statistician from the Simpsons <laughs> index why <laughs> here's a job for you
0: or um the one who knocks if you feel like it dude I'm not going to tell you on yeah. Twitter uh, who, who got to us about the names of things I don't oh, want right. to put anyone through that I'm no. not gonna do it myself is all i'm saying uh man what else are we got? anything other than anything else in nudity i think no that's i think we it. covered it yes we must move then to violence of which oh my there's just a bunch mm-hmm. so i just caught the uh the book elastic with my pen during my, i was
1: wondering uh, what happened there because i heard a thunk and it looks yeah. like you hit your hand against your sock and it's no. just like that's not the right folly for a hand hitting a sock no it
0: wasn't but uh <laughs> i was confused myself yeah uh, we get a little bit of this uh you know Weird Al Yankovic-style musician singing a song about Robert Baratheon's death and however yeah. everyone in the court sucks. And then Joffrey's like, oh, that was wonderful. Tell me, what do you value, your tongue or your fingers? And he's all like, ah. Uh. He's like, well, I can cut your neck if you like. He's <coughs> like, ah, uh, I guess my, my fingers is like, cool. And then, so... Based off the last episode, we're all like, okay, how does everyone know what Joffrey wants? Because sometimes he's like, oh, I'll teach you a lesson and then I figure out what to do. This one, at least he's clear and direct. He's all like... Okay, they said fingers or tongues. He said, obviously, I went to cut out his tongue. Then one dude is just like, I have the pliers. Like, <laughs> why do you just carry that?
1: <laughs> he's learned from Joffrey. He's got a tool belt hiding under those robes. he's yeah. just He's got all the things. Well, I
0: think that's also a guy who doesn't have a tongue. Yeah. Because so, uh, that's why he said, oh, you'll be perfect for this role or something like that. Oh. Um, But it's like, are you just prepared 24-7? Or was I wanted someone to be like... Oh, dude, do you just carry those? He's like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, at all times.
1: Yep. Good uh, thing they had the fire there as well. At least that knife was sterile. That's true.
0: <laughs> yeah. So way to sterilize your horrible torches of people who write silly songs.
1: And yeah, Joffrey walking away and not even looking at it like it's the explosion and he's an action movie star. Man, what a piece yeah. of shit.
0: It's, it's that good not showing you the violence makes it worse bit. So mm. that's, uh, that's real good. Yeah.
1: Uh, it did get me wondering, though, you know, if this was a would you rather, you know, uh, what, what do you think you'd lose? Fingers or tongue?
0: I mean, I do like touching things. <laughs> it's a pretty good. No, I'd have to go tongue.
1: You'd get your cut, tongue cut out. It would
0: suck, but um, I write things a lot and I enjoy it, and I play video games and I enjoy it. Oh, true. Uh, uh, it would be the end of my podcasting days. But, um...
1: <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, because... Like, yeah, prosthetics have certainly come a long way, but yeah, yeah, individual finger uh, tack.
0: That's true, though, because prosthetics for hands have come much further than prosthetics for tongues, I assume. Yeah. I don't know. I've never looked it up. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Fair question. Um, Yeah, Let's see. What else we got after? Oh, yeah. And then uh, Joffrey continues being a dickbag by taking Sansa out and being like, look, look up there. It's your dad's head. Fucking hell. (laughs) Ah, God, he's the worst. So there, that's Sean Bean's cameo.
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> and yeah, because I saw like, oh, he's the first name in the credits. He must be in this episode, sorta.
0: Yeah, it was like I remember this, like him dying in the penultimate episode of this season. I'm like, yep. I'm pretty sure he's just going to be hit on the stick, but who knows?
1: And yeah, it's not like a Carl Drago thing where it's like, oh, did they get a dummy in place of that? No, no, no this is definitely not Sean Bean.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't look 100% right, but oh well. Again, we're looking at, like, 4K, Blu-ray, yada, yada.
1: And I think that's sort of something that's standing out to me from this season. And we noticed Mm. that, you know, seasons, as as it gets earlier and earlier, is that, yeah, the budget is definitely decreasing. And there's a few moments like that, and, um...
0: Yeah, they're definitely running on a not-as-good camera. I don't know, camera's well enough to speak to it, but... Or maybe lighting is... I don't know, something is different, and I can't... Yeah, pinpointed exactly.
1: Well, one of the things I noticed, especially, was the scene with Catelyn and fucking. How do I still not know? Is Rob? Thank you. Where he's just chopping at the tree, taking his fucking anger out on the tree, like you know. Okay, side note. She decides to embrace the tree, you know, to let her trauma out through you know an expression of love towards the tree, and he's taking it out with violence. Like, what Mm. did the tree ever do to you, man? Yeah, that tree looks like it'd give a good hug.
0: Yeah, but I mean, then again, when, uh, you know, Catelyn goes to Jim Jam Lannister and mm. is all like, you know, oh, well, are your gods just? Because where were they? Where were the trees when your husband was losing his head? Mm. It's uh, some good bastard Jim Jam at this point. Who knows that he's too much of a bargaining chip to be murdered right now? Yeah. But, uh, you yeah, know, has a good, just a good back and forth with Catelyn. She's like, I'll pick up this rock and smash it. And he's like, we'll get behind the ear and a few good swings. You look like a strong lady. You can mm. do it. And uh, yeah, it's some vintage Jim Jam.
1: Well, actually, just on on what I was saying about the budget, that scene looked really good, and I think it's because, yeah, it was mostly shrouded in darkness, especially, yeah, when she whacks him with the rock. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's some good violence. But, yeah, it's also lit really well, and you can sort of – do a lot of those stuff on a cheaper budget. But mm-hmm. yeah, there's just something about the scene with her and Rob that just looked cheap and like sound stagey. Yeah, um, even
0: though they're clearly outside, so it can't be a soundstage. But yeah, I know what you mean. I, I don't know. Yeah, it, Just pimple. the way it
1: was lit as well was maybe just tacky in my eyes. I don't know.
0: Yeah, no, I I understand. It's something just a little bit off of it. I'm not too sure what it is. If you out there know what it is, tweet us, I guess. I don't know.
1: Yep, we're on Uh, things.
0: You're on things. Uh, Let's see. Oh, yeah, and I realized this. They've never put enough guards on Jim Jam. He is literally (laughs) by himself just tied to a post. It's like... I mean, I know he's tied to a post, but come on. Yeah. Put a guard on him. What the fuck?
1: With metal shackles that you know, with enough friction and rubbing, and he, he could break off. Like away. a cat
0: bell around his neck or something. <laughs> like, come on, he's a he's a high value prisoner. Yeah. Um, Jim Jam makes a confession about pushing uh, Bran out the window, but won't say why. Uh so suspense. Oh, yeah, I am back with uh, Joffrey. We see some uh, Sir Stab Face. I was like, I was wondering when he would like start in this. Turns out, season one, he was there from the beginning. Hmm. So, nice. Uh, and then Joffrey's like, oh, I've heard a king shouldn't slap his queen, so sir, yeah. stab face, you do it for me. He's like, dude, you suck so much.
1: And anticipating Joffrey's needs, I guess Joffrey meant do it twice.
0: Yeah, oh man. He's, he's a bastard, so yeah, probably. like
1: he Front slap
0: cl- and back slap, you know.
1: You know, I did say in that moment a kid shouldn't slap. Queen, if I said slaps, that meant two. But- yes, it's, it's,
0: it's you know forget, forget it. We'll, we'll, we'll workshop this in rehearsal later. <laughs> and then, yeah, Sansa's like a good tense moment of, like, at first I thought, oh, is she going to think about jumping? And so I think about pushing Joffrey, and then mm. the hound steps in, he's like, yeah, you don't want to do that. They'll, like, boil you in acid. Yeah. is the subtext what he says. Just says, ah, oh, let me just wipe your mouth there, my lady. And she goes to give his handkerchief back, he's like, ah, oh, you're going to need that. Mm. It's like, ooh, damn.
1: Yeah, and... The Hound and also everybody else in this episode is just looking really fucking terrible. It's like Sansa as well has just Mm -hmm. looked like she's been crying for days and got punched a square in the uh, the middle of the eyes. Mm -hmm. And yeah, the Hound as well, like we were saying that his face got a lot more consistent after season two. Yeah. This one, his ear is so prominent and fucked up.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that one's weird, but I'll tell you who does look good. Sam from another series. His teeth are fine.
1: Yeah, I guess, I guess they got um, all fucked up and dirty from, you know, the days and days and days of uh, walking the mountains. Maybe,
0: or they were just like, hey, guess what? In this season, we have the budget to fuck your teeth up. It's like, <laughs> yay? And then later on, they're like, well, we've decided you're a biggish part of this show. Then we realize so we're going to unfuck your teeth, mm-hmm. I guess. And uh, also, I've renamed uh, John Bum Shavy to John Bum Babyface. I was trying to figure out, like, a smooth as a baby's bottom face, and it didn't work. Like, I'm not happy with it either. <laughs>
1: Baby snow bird
0: just But he's just so young. You <laughs> want to grab his cheeks and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, It's adorable. Uh, let's see. Do I have anything else for violence? I must, because there's loads of it in this one. Y-
1: yeah, I stopped drawing fees, because pretty much every scene had it.
0: Yep. Pillow Death, we covered that. Uh, pyre, Mancy, I wrote down. And I do kind of like... There's, it's, okay, this wasn't the intent, but this was me making jokes in my head when Daenerys is walking towards the pyre and the fires are getting to her and it kind of shows the sorceress on fire. And it's like, here's an example of how a person is supposed to be burning, but Dan Brady isn't burning. <laughs> What's up with that? Like, I know this is not what you're doing, show, but that's where my brain went. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, here's one we prepared earlier, but this one, what? Mm. Not burning? Hell.
1: And this episode is showing her um her braids uh, being a reflection of her confidence as mm-hmm. well that yeah it's all frazzled in the start and yep. during the death of yep. um carl and everything like that but you know when it's time to make the rousing speech it's tight it's looking yep. nice she's clearly spent hours on it
0: oh yeah, she was ready to walk into that fire she knew hmm. what she was doing it worked out well
1: and even after the fire they're looking a bit frazzled but still
0: yeah, so- for, some- for someone who's been crouching in ashes all night yeah doing well there with in the hair department <laughs> Uh, well, that covers those. Let's just roll through some notes. Um, let's see. Whole thing starts with a bloody sword. I didn't really have a point to that. I just mentioned it. But then we meet a cool, uh, you know, Night Nightwatch guy who's yeah, uh, yeah. saving Arya, who clearly dyed his hair while he was in King's Landing because <laughs> he's looking far younger and far like more brown haired than he is later.
1: Oh, everyone! I feel like had a different haircut. I wouldn't yeah. have been surprised if there was like a bigger season break between one and two, or if they just. Liked their character models more after that, or something like.
0: That. Yeah, it might have been a bigger break. So you'd imagine the budget would have been difficult. They were, might have had it only got greenlit, you know, halfway through, or even two yeah. thirds for the next season. Who knows? Uh, whereas after that, they would have been greenlit green three, four more seasons.
1: That's it. But yeah, Charles Dance has like way less hair in the uh, seasons so ongoing, and then yeah, Peter Dinklage just looks so different. Yeah, like, yeah. It's,
0: I mean, it's sure he doesn't have that scar down his face, but even then, that scar mm. doesn't count. Uh, but yeah, he cuts her hair, and that's the origin of hair being cut. Um, and <laughs> I'm hot- not a
1: boy. Oh, so you're a stupid boy then? I <laughs> liked that. It, it, like, yeah, he's like,
0: you're not getting this. You're a boy. Get yeah. it? Because <laughs> no one's gonna be looking for a boy called Ari.
1: Yeah, and so yeah, later on, you know, he puts that. Um- you know, runs down all the info and where they're going and everything. And we get probably the first appearance of Hot Pie. Yeah, and he's and a bully. And
0: he's a dickhead. I wrote that down as well. Like, what, what? where is my sweet Hot Pie? Yeah. Who the fuck is this dickweed? But yeah.
1: It's... Just picking on poor little Ari.
0: Yeah. And then sweaty Gendry shows up and saves the day. Mm. Um, yeah. But that's that bit. And we had that, that kid who gets stabbed in the neck later is there. So that's the introduction for all of them. I think uh, Gendry shows up earlier, though. I think, if I remember correctly. We'll find out. Um, Usher is carrying Bran around before Hodor did, and a little, little detail I like, uh, Bran is wearing a little fish pendant on his cloak, okay. which he, I'm pretty sure is his mother's family symbol, the Tully, Tully symbol, so I'm like, oh, that's a nice little detail. Oh, okay. You know, he's uh, just taken after his mama.
1: He's not into Jesus. I guess <laughs> not.
0: I just got Jesus. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm stupid. <laughs> uh... Bit of a confusing bit, though, because, you know, they have this whole... We see a bit of Bran's dream with the three-eyed raven taking him yeah. down to the crypt where he sees his father for foreshadowing, you know, the death of his father. But Rickorn is there as well. and He's like, no, I saw Dad come down. He's like, where? When did you see that? Oh, last night. In my dreams. Like, when are you both having psychic premonitions? <laughs> "It's like, yes, I'm the four-eyed raven. Oh, for fuck's sake.
1: <laughs> Someone else comes down. Oh, I saw a five-eyed raven.
0: One-eyed raven. God damn it. How many... <laughs> Look, obviously the gods are just hedging their bets yeah. and getting as many eyed ravens as they possibly can and just seeing who works out.
1: Yeah, poor Osha having to deal with this fucking nonsense.
0: Yeah, although a nice little bit from uh, Maester Carl Barron, who, again, with nothing but mm. a look and just reaching out, he just says, oh, Bran, and he's just reading a scroll and you know what it is, and that's it. And it's like, nice work there, Maester Carl Barron.
1: Yeah.
0: we uh. find out his name. He's quite good.
1: It's Maester Paul Kelly.
0: Ah, that's right. Carl <laughs> Barron, Paul <laughs> Kelly.
1: Yep um cersei squeeze floppy cock bum we already covered that um <laughs> oh yeah the moment Sorry, where
0: squeeze floppy cock bum is uh is good
1: <laughs> uh there uh, the moment where they're all pledging to rob as well yeah. this is just like a such an i oh, captain my captain moment
0: yeah, It was like oh yeah stannis baratheon sucks and renly baratheon sucks ah you're the only king for me yeah. although i did love the line uh they're stupid and their gods are wrong
1: yeah <laughs> and theon's like i'm here too oh captain my captain
0: and i'm gonna say more things about your sword's mine from this day to the end of my days i mean it more
1: yeah i wish i could come up with a pun for that the best i had was dead poet sword society."
0: well uh, it's it's rough but it works mm.
1: not episode title worthy but i, uh, mean, I think we'll... i
0: feel like titles could be tough on this one mm-hmm. other than maybe fuck baratheons yeah <laughs> um Ty- yeah, Ty- yeah,
1: big throwback to season one of thrones a game i like that yeah yeah
0: maybe i mean we- we're coming to it so yeah uh tywin and Tyrion have a nice little scene i didn't have any notes on it, it was just nice
1: yeah it's sort of weird how like um into Tyrion his he is uh, that's not the right word he I, um it's like all of a sudden Tyrion's his son you know and he's yeah. fit to be the hand and all this sort of shit whereas like not too many episodes later, is like, you suck, you killed your mother, and you're terrible.
0: But even then, he has always been like, look, you're part of this family, whether I like you or not. And make no mistake, I don't like you. Yeah. However, you have the name, and therefore there are certain expectations, and you'll always have a position of prestige. Mm. And obviously, it's, it is the moment where he recognizes he'll be good at it. Yeah. Um, So that's, you know, nice. I even like when, you know, Tyrion comes back and sits down and reaches for the wine and he stops him, but then he pours it for him. Yeah. It's like, no, you're not going to pour it for yourself. You're going to be offered it like a gentleman. Mm.
1: I actually did like Tyrion as well, just pushing his wine glass during the meeting, uh, you know, off the table and just going, you have more chance of getting wine in that cup than negotiating now that, yeah, Joffrey has killed that guy.
0: Yep. Ned Stark or Eddard Stark because, yeah, fuck names. (laughs) Um, okay. yeah, just on a, and on Dan Brady as well, there's a real sliding scale of misery here because she wakes up and she's all like, where's my son? And Jorah's like, oh, that's right. Ooh, well, didn't survive. And you know, then the sorceress comes in who is acting as like midwife or something. He's like, yep, no, it was hideously deformed and had scales and wings. And when I touched it, it skin melted and there were worms. And, everything. and Jorah's like, bitch, shut up. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, but then she has the whole point of, oh, you know, but this was the spell we had to do to get to, uh, have Carl Drogo continue to live. And she's like, well, let me see Drogo then. And it's like, ooh, that's also awkward. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, a. Kinda- so did I
1: know that Daenerys had a son or was pregnant or any of this?
0: Nope. Ah. Yeah, uh, things you will find out later.
1: Wow, brutal. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, it's it's like, it's like just so depressing for her at this moment.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, that that was all part of why she was my MVP this episode. Like, for sure. It, it's a hard thing to convey that sort of devastation, and, yeah, it must be very emotionally taxing for an actor. And, yeah, yeah Millie Clark fucking nailed it. Yeah,
0: and just props to the lady playing the sorceress as well. She's mm. all like, but what did you do all this? I saved you. And she's like, oh, did you? Because, you know, three of your Dothraki dudes raped me before you got to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah and then i when i walked outside there was just a pile of heads and i was like oh there's the head of the baker i bought my bread from and mm. there's the head of the boy i cured of the pox three weeks ago and it's like so what did you save exactly and it has a really good line of um look at your car over there and tell me what life is w- like without the rest of it and it's like
1: yeah Damn. <laughs> yeah
0: so it was it was heavy it was a good bit um let's say i oh, yeah. uh John Bumshovey tries to leave the night's watch and Sam is like, No, you can't. Get he's out of He's so
1: whiny and uh, dumb in this moment. There's
0: literally a bit like this from Harry Potter. So. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but he's like fully wobbling his jazz and blah, 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 blah.
0: like Come on, you can't. I will stand, I won't let you. He stands in front of it and even rides into him. It's like, ah, yeah. good for you, Sam. They chase after him. It's really nice. And then I do like that, you know. John ducks under that stick, the branch. The ultra
1: convenient tree branch. Yeah, and you're
0: like, Well someone's getting hit by that, of course it's Sam and he has <laughs> a pratfall. I think in the back we hear this, Oh, did we catch him? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, Sam from another series. You you're adorable. Mm-hmm. Um
1: Almost got my MVP just because it's a nice scene between Tyrion and Shay. These actors actually really worked well together. And just, yeah, that whole thing is like, yeah, my father's always been a cunt. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah, Game of Thrones are pretty loosey goosey with their fucks and whatever, but they're cunts yeah, and they're they, so purposeful.
0: They choose their battles then. Mm. <laughs> Power cunts. Mm. (laughs) Title.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My only other note is just uh, the uh, leader of the Night's Watch going, Ham, at least serve me some beer. And I'm like, Jesus, privilege much? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Love uh, to have a ham and beer breakfast.
0: That does sound good. Very German. Mm. Um, let's see. I think my only notes remaining are when Catlin's talking to Rob. He's like, oh, kill them all. And it's like, shh, no, they have your sisters. We'll get your sisters. Then we'll kill them all. <laughs> uh, and uh, what was my last bit here? Oh, yeah, there's a bit where Dan Brady's making a big impassioned speech, but she's doing it in whatever like the English version of English is. Mm. Uh, so I'm going to call that common, just from D&D. And it's like, I'm pretty sure these people don't speak that. And they're all just standing around being like, what the the fuck is she saying? Mm. Because she she usually gives her speeches in Dothraki. Oh, yeah. So it was a bit like, I know you guys know this because you do it later, but I do like she has a moment of, you're all free, you may go as you like, and if you want to leave, you can can, But If you want to stay, and a bunch of people are already leaving. Yeah. (laughs) And then later on, they're going to be like, she did what? She walked into a fire and and has dragons! (laughs) Oh, my God, why did we leave?
1: And it's especially because every single one of her other rousing speeches works. And, like, this one that... She's not only getting undermined by the heckler, but also, yeah, has to, like, compose herself a little when, oh, people did walk away. Stay strong, Daenerys. Stay strong. Yeah, Remember the script.
0: Yeah, we had to assume that was going to (laughs) happen.
1: Jorah, next card.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Line. Uh, Yeah, but I think that is all my notes. Uh, I?
1: I will say it was actually a bit clunky where he's, like... Um, doing, uh, the leader of the Night's Watch is doing the whole rousing Jon Snow, you know, and uh, what kind of man are you? We're going to charge into battle. And they're doing the whole thing where it's like overlaying that conversation with the charge the next morning, which is very good. But it did feel like the episode ended twice because of that. Yeah. That's usually something
0: you do to wrap. I mean, it was wrapping up his story for this episode, but it did feel, yeah, closing.
1: Because I think one of my criticisms about this episode is that there is too many scene changes. There's like fucking 20. Yeah. Like It was way more than usual. And I felt like that would have been like a good mid climax. Yeah. I don't think there's a particular reason it needed to be at the end because yeah, it sort of feels like you hit this same sort of wave twice. Yeah. Yeah. No, In a that's,
0: row. That's fair. I think it's, they just had so many lines to wrap up, but they could have yeah. put it a little bit earlier. So, you know, this isn't the ending, but this is the ending of this part. Yeah. And now we'll go to Dan Brady. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. All right well if that puts me out of notes and that puts you out of notes we must ask our final question how exactly did we get here
1: well on the next episode of Game of Thrones is called Baylor so Baylor. that guy oh. Baylor b a e l o r right um so this is just you know fancy ye oldie times Bay <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. I just don't have a lot to go off with that. Yeah, no, look,
0: I know the big sept that blows up is called the sept of Baylor. Mm. I'd have nothing else to go on. Yeah. So um it'll be him walking up going, I just built this real nice sept. I hope no one blows it up one day. Anyway, bye.
1: Yep. <laughs> the so end. That's what you can look forward to. And also, yeah, of course, if you want to check out more of our stuff, check out patreon.com slash sidequeststudios. Mm-hmm. You're home for the Simpsons Index, Pulp Fury Radio, Thrones of Game.
0: And everywhere you can hear our voices. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll find all that out next time. But until then, I've been BT Calloway, and that's been LA Joe Neil.
1: Thank you for starting the final season of Thrones of Game. Goodbye,
0: And for now, our watch is ending.
1: Uh, Oh, sorry. Did you plan on doing another very sexy (laughs) Patreon ad on this episode? I
0: don't plan these things, man.
1: (laughs) It fucking sounded exactly like a a Pornhub Live ad. (laughs) I know. That was kind of what I was going for. (laughs) That was very good.